0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, remember you can always listen online at our website, which is dePietro.com right now. It is 1206. It is Tuesday, one day away from today's Tuesday. It is September 28th. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Folks, remember, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com, which I even, you know, why not? I put up a little video to demonstrate how you can listen at the website. And I did. It's on the Facebook page. It's also on the Instagram page, by the way. But it's so easy because I don't want people, you know, it's one thing I say, listen live, and then. I hate to take things for granted because some people say, "All right, I get to the page, and now what do I do?" So that way, I try to make it as easy as possible. So, if you uh, you can listen online, also uh, during the noon time, we like to call it the new midday report. We also do a Facebook live feed. We also do Facebook at night, and especially the past few nights because of this healthcare staffing crisis. The uh, one after dark Facebook at night live stream. Folks, it's, um, we're the only ones doing it. We go out and cover breaking news. Saturday morning, I woke up and was tipped off that there was a shooting on Broad Street in Providence. Boom! We had the live stream going within 20 minutes before coffee or breakfast. And it turned out that was a homicide. If you haven't seen the video for that, by the way, and I want to uh, compliment Tyler Dumont of NBC10, It's it's really gripping video. It's video you don't see all the time. It's from inside the restaurant. And you see just two people sitting at the counter, and then the gunman comes in. He's got a hood covering who he is, and he just opens fire. If you haven't seen it, again, very dramatic video on the website, petro.com. That's how the weekend started. And then Sunday night, again, I got tipped off that there was a shooting on Federal Hill. Boom! We were live. Live stream going, one after dark, up on the hill. Live stream from the shooting. That time, uh, a guy was grazed. Magic greys struck in the head with a bullet. <clears throat> so Providence has had an uptick. Uh, my point is, and just bringing it about, is you can see all of it. And we are posting it on the website, which is to Petro.com. Folks, right now we're 12.08 in the Ocean State. And then, I mean, to me right now, the the, the biggest um, story is just this pending health care crisis. That is, uh, it just is. It is, um, it's coming our way. And I, I'm not seeing a lot done about it. I'll tell you this much. It's, it's not going to go away on its own. But this portion of the program on the John DePetro Show is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. They're having a great year. I am not surprised. They work so hard. They go seven days a week. The quality, the service is first rate. You know, every single week. Some of our listeners, you reach out to me and say, Juan, thank you for telling us about PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And I say you're welcome. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. You know, this is a great time of year to actually do some planting. The fall, whether it be your, your yard or they have a great selection. Homegrown Mums kale are outstanding. They have Mums 4-inch, 12-inch pots, 10-inch, 12-inch hangers, 12-inch patio pots, 6- to 9-inch kale assorted colors, Four to six inch ornamental peppers and pumpkins, straw, corn stalks, gourds, sugar pumpkins, fall decoration, so much more. Plus, gift certificates and screen loom crushed stone mulch. Look for them on Facebook, folks. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, you hear me reference the website to petro.com. Folks, visit it. And also the shop is open. I have this uh, it's this is a, what I call like a low-key John DePetro show shirt that is available if you want to support the show. You just go into the shop at petro.com and you can buy a shirt or a long sleeve shirt or a mug or we have great beer glasses and we also have sweatshirts. And all kinds of things in the shop, on the website, Petro.com. And then when you purchase this and it's T-Shirt Tuesday, it's supporting the show in a way. Plus you get something. So, you know, when uh, years ago, sometimes people used to watch public television. I don't, I don't know anyone that watches public television anymore. But anyhow, they used to be, you know, they'd have um, whatever it was, uh, you know, a certain month. Where they would, um, then they'd say, if you donate, you get like a tote bag. I mean, it's the same type of thing. You get a mug. And we have Back the Blue. We have Providence Police. We have One After Dark. We have John DiPietro's show. We have still a deplorable, which is merchandise that says, yes, Trump. I'm still with President Trump. All of that, folks, in the shop at the website, dipietro.com. And don't forget, dipietro.com, which is brought to you by the Senate Ale. Comfort food and cocktails. Pop it and see them. I'll tell you, Shane has hit gold. Plus, now they have the desserts right next door. Stop it and see them. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. If you're looking for a great place to go out for a drink or have dinner, stop it and see them. And winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards, the Centerdale, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Great crowd and delicious food and drinks. I think I'm going to be there at some point over the weekend, but stop it and see Shane and company. Well, folks, again, um, good afternoon. Just a programming note. The next two days, uh, we this broadcast will be coming to you from the nation's capital. It is the uh, Hold Their Feet to the Fire. They didn't have it last year because of COVID, but it's back. So the next two days, we have fantastic guests set up broadcasting from our nation's capital. Washington DC and you know there's actually a lot going on we're going to be doing Facebook live stream from some of the different things that are going on right now uh in our nation's capital so it's Juan goes to Washington or JD in DC whatever one you want and folks it's made possible and brought to you by R. E. Coogan and Heating the Coogie difference you know I did post on Facebook so Sunday night I'm um, Juan is grilling and it was um you know I'm grilling and I'm also watching Uh, Brady against the Rams. And all of a sudden, we determined that our our hot water heater. And that's what happens, folks. It just gave out. Now, thank God we had a little pan underneath. I know people that they've gone away and their entire basement floods because their water heater gives out. So we got a lot of use out of it. It was at least 10 years old. So it's Sunday night. I need the water heater to be replaced right? And I need it done right away. Who do I call? This is almost like a one trivia. Who do I call? Who do I call that's dependable, that can handle it and bang it out right away? The answer is simple. RE Coogan and Heating. Folks, I tell you about them. I use them. Coogie was in yesterday and put in, boom, a new 50-gallon tank. Call today. Gas, oil burners, hot water heater. RE Coogan and Heating, 401- 732 You know, I wasn't going to do it alone. So I let Coogie into my home. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, I found them to be helpful, trustworthy, reliable, plumbing, heating, and cooling, and hot water tanks. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Look for them on Facebook. 401 732 And online, R.E. And they are our main sponsor for Juan Goes to Washington. So, folks... We're going to be down in D.C., and there's a lot going on between. Uh, Senator Reed is actually chairing this hearing today. We'll play some sound of it. They're grilling uh, some of the individuals involved with the Afghanistan abomination of uh, the, the withdrawal, which was just a disaster. But then you have Pelosi and company trying to cram down everybody's throats this ridiculous spending package. And so it should be an interesting couple of days in Washington. Now, one of the reasons uh, that I will be there. Well, actually, the main reason has to do with the border. And, folks, I'll tell you, you know, a state like ours, um, this is a problem. And we don't have anyone that I feel, that I feel locally, who's representing our interest in Washington. I don't feel that way when it comes to immigration. And we have a major problem that the elected leaders, and there are people listing right now. You keep voting for Cicilline. I don't understand why. You should Uber over to Butler Hospital. But they vote for Cicilline. I never vote for Langevin. Never. Should be out of there. He is a waste of space. Congressman, gentleman, Jim Langevin, 20 years in Congress, zero pieces of legislation passed. But, folks, they are in a full sprint. And no one will tell you this. But they're in a full sprint to bring in more of these the Haitian refugees and the Afghan refugees. And for one reason, who will tell me why no one's covering this? Juan is the only one, we're the only one on it. That's why DiPietro.com was voted best local news site by the Resort Island Monthly. Uh, Every time that you hear about Haitian refugees and Afghan refugees, what does Governor McKee and Cicilline do? They raise their hand, oh, bring them here. Why do they do that? Because they view them as they are future voters. They are future voters. You maybe you're listening or watching right now. They uh, and I've talked about this for a long time. Cicillini decided he was the first one. He decided years ago when he was mayor of Providence. He decided, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with these taxpayers. Cicillini basically said, "I'm tired of these." What he described as whiny, middle class, mostly white families that he feels just complain and they question him and they won't donate to him. So he said, you know, and this was back right around 08, 2010, like the hell with it. He got elected in 2010. Patrick Kennedy left. He grabbed that seat. Could have had John Laughlin. But Cicilline decided then, forget it. I'm going to replace the white middle-class voters, and I'm going to bring in people who will pledge allegiance to me. I will bring in illegals who will be so grateful that I let them come in from these different third-world hellholes that they will forever vote for me, or better yet, they'll let me and my staff handle their ballot in order to vote. And that's how it started. So, folks, every time that some refugees arrive on the scene. <clears throat> Cicilline and now McKee, they raise the hand. Oh, bring them to Rhode Island. We need the bodies. We need the census count. We don't care. We'll just put their name on a ballot. And that way, we are replacing the work, working middle class, mostly white worker who complains about the way things are done. And instead, Cicilline's job the way he views it, his mission, his goal, Congressman David Cicilline, whose brother just was allowed again to start uh, trying cases in federal court, which is a joke. His brother went to federal prison. His brother should have been disbarred, complete conflict of interest. But Congressman Cicilline, his job as he views it is not to represent the people of Congressional District 1, no, his job. Is to be an attack dog for the Democrat Party, appear on television as much as possible, follow the issues that only he cares about, and he needs to make sure that he keeps getting the votes. He's not. What has he done to improve life during the pandemic for anyone in CD one? Nothing, zero. He doesn't even care about that anymore. That doesn't fit, fit his narrative. Fit his narrative, I should say. His main mission is to find people who will vote for him regardless of what he does. So he raises his profile. That's why he was on the impeachment, one of the impeachment lawyers, house managers. That's why he's on television a lot. That's why he's always on fundraising. If he can keep the fundraising going, raise his national profile so he gets national money. And then if he can have the illegals continue to vote for him, he doesn't care what happens in Cumberland or Smithfield or Lincoln or Providence or Winsocket or Newport, he does not care in the least. As a matter of fact, don't even bother by calling his office because he really doesn't want to hear from you. He just wants to stay in office. Now, closer to home, this is a very serious health care crisis that the state health care uh, staffing shortage that the state has found itself in. And I'm going to tell you about it in just a moment. Channel 12, I want to credit them put together a blockbuster report we're going to place some but folks this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by jamie's power wash more people are staying outside enjoying the outside is what i mean and but maybe maybe outside now we had some of that you know the green the mold some of the mildew the dreaded green stuff i called jamie's power wash 401-837-4545 and he does it all he does home repairs in the wintertime, handyman, drywall, mister Fixit, painting our jobs. But right around this time of year, it's deck staining, deck sealing, pressure washer, vinyl siding with dirt, mold, mildew, bugs. Jamie's Power Wash. Look for him on Facebook and also online. The website is jamiespowerwash.com. jamiespowerwash.com. Call him. You want to make sure the outside of your home looks the best it can. Call Jamie's Power Wash today, 401 837 4545. Folks, as always, visit the website, dePetro.com. And don't forget, dePetro.com, which is brought to you by the end zone. End zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. They are going to be rocking this Sunday night. Brady back in town. If you haven't seen the promo yet, I'll play it next hour. It gives you goosebumps. Brady and the Bucks return to Gillette to take on Belichick and the Patriots. I don't know what to think at this point. I hope it's just a game in the second half. But Dana, what a great job he's done. Folks, stop it and see them. Karaoke Friday, Saturday night. And again, they have all the games. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop it and see Dana at End Zone Sports Pub. Now, I want to go to um, Channel 12, and I want to credit them. You know, I, I have a feeling that the McKee people think the channel twelve is maybe out to get them. I don't. I don't see it that way. I just think channel twelve has been doing some solid reporting. But I want to play their package. Hospital hardship. This is a critical staffing. Hospital
1: patients are waiting longer
0: for services.
2: And as of last week, the nursing shortage in particular had a significant impact on one major hospital in our state.
1: The nursing staff is the most critical and the thing that's affecting the hospitals the most medical professionals tell
3: target 12 that as the pandemic reaches the year and a half mark Rhode Island hospital staff are leaving in droves and data we've obtained confirms it for patients waiting longer for care can leave them anxious afraid and at risk On August 26th Providence resident Mary Topper reached out to her doctor for help
2: the worst part when my primary was speaking with me on the telehealth that day. I could not breathe. So she said, if you don't call an ambulance, I will.
3: Topper says when she got to Miriam Hospital's ER that afternoon. What's What's the the waiting room was elbow to elbow. Oh. Though she got the COVID-19 vaccine in March, Topper says she has comorbidities and pre existing conditions. Oh. She said you were in the ER waiting room for six and a half to seven and a half oh hours. Oh my
0: God.
1: Yes.
2: Waiting all that time just increased my anxiety, as I said, which increased the symptoms.
3: From when you arrived to when you were finally seen, can you just describe your emotional
1: state? During that time,
2: I didn't know why there wasn't a better system in place, which made me confused and concerned, and then angry and then anxious.
3: Data from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services released on September 21st shows Rhode Island is the second worst in the country at staffing its hospitals. Wow. Of the 12 hospitals across the state that provided data, six reported a critical staffing shortage. Two hospitals did not respond. That's 50% of state hospitals reporting severe shortages. Oh. Next door in Massachusetts, of the 82 hospitals responding, only eight reported critical staffing shortages less than 10 percent. Wow. Only Kentucky is worse than the ocean state Uh, in
1: hospital staffing. Wow. It's not surprising. Um, It's it's something that I see every day.
3: That's ER doctor Otis Warren's reaction when Target 12 asked him about the HHS data for Rhode Island. Warren's job has him working in several ERs across the state.
1: The kind of Weakest link so far in the chain is the nursing shortage, but the other links in the chain in the hospital are being strained as well. We have difficulties um, finding secretaries or our unit clerks, um, radiology techs, um, nurses' assistants. Any insights
3: into what the issue is with the staffing
1: shortages for nurses and and other positions in hospitals? I think the pandemic was really hard on or is really hard on people who work in the hospital. Many of my nursing colleagues I work with have left because they can move to Massachusetts and make significantly more money working at a hospital in Massachusetts. Mm. The existing nurses that are still there are under increased stress and increased pressure to work harder and fill those gaps. What do the next five to ten years look like with these shortages in Rhode
3: Island? bad. I think it's going to impact patients the most. For people like Mary Topper, the impact of the shortages can already be felt. After confirming she was COVID positive and testing her oxygen levels, doctors at Miriam eventually sent her home to rest, ten hours after the ambulance first picked her
0: up. Oh, my God. How are you feeling now? Are Are you still having trouble breathing?
2: All the stories you hear about people's butts being kicked by COVID, they're true. It was traumatic and and it's very hard remembering it and, and recounting it and relaying it to you.
3: Kathleen Hart, a spokesperson for Lifespan, which runs Miriam Hospital, tells Target 12 we are facing shortages of certain clinical staff, such as nurses. These shortages have led to backups in the emergency departments, particularly at our busiest times of patient arrival.
0: Here's the thing, folks. And again, that's a very good report by Channel 12. I want to give credit to them right now at 1226. You're listening to the John DiPietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I illustrate a lot of that. At the website, you can see some of the video that we have posted also on the Facebook page. Folks, uh, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by the Inn, a Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, big menu. Stop it and see them at the Inn. There's a direct link right at the website, 226 Coincident Avenue in, uh, in West Warwick. Folks, that is the, a problem. Think of that. So that woman, her doctor tells her, you need to get to the emergency room. Ten, 10 and a half hours <clears throat> 10 and a half hours and more resignations are, are going to kick in if you would like to see some of the protests and the healthcare workers I talk directly to them it's on the website dipetro.com. you can see some of the stories and many of them have said that they're planning on going into work on Friday but on Friday as of right now the Rhode Island Department of Health and Governor McKee who set up this vaccine mandate they're saying that they're going to be terminated and it's it's worse than Massachusetts and what's also short-sighted is you know we we if we try to compete against Massachusetts we lose every time our uh, hospitals can't pay as much people can make more if they go to mass the states are too close so whether it was Dr. Scott or Governor McKee, somebody, they've been warned. And somebody, it was like a game of chicken with many of these frontline workers. But it, you're the one that's going to be penalized for it. I'm the one. Our, anyone who lives here who's suddenly in an emergency situation, folks, people are going to die. So you can see a lot of the video, state health care disaster. You have the Federal Hill shooting, Saturday breakfast murder. But then I was out with the healthcare workers protesting. Governor McKee, I covered some of that uh, in a lot more. Plus, folks, you know, a solution is not to set up a snitch line. I I am going to repeat what I've been saying. I think the actions by, and and Governor McKee can say, hey, listen, you know, I was relying on the hospitals, and that may be the case. And he may say, well, you know, uh, Dr. Scott is the one that told me to To do this mandate. And that may be the case. But guess what? You're the pilot. You're the pilot of the plane. You're driving. Right? Right now, you know, the governor of the state that you wanted, he wanted to do it. You're the governor. And right now, this is a a rough situation. And it's about to get even worse. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by The CBD Store. 1845 post-road in Warwick. Now listen, right now it's 1230 on this Tuesday. And if you pop into the CBD store, first time customer popping in, twenty percent off. That's healthy. Twenty percent off. Eighteen forty five post road in Warwick. Now, and the people maybe you've never been there, stop it and see Michael and his staff. And they can help you, whether it's something, everyone in the family, they have things, if you're fighting stress, if you're fighting anxiety, if you have problems sleeping, pain or seizure, you don't have to fight it alone. Stop in 20% off everything that you purchase at the CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Look for them on Facebook. Now, I want to really recommend Michael, who's so knowledgeable there. Folks, and again, they're right across the street from Airport Plaza. It's 20% off if you're a first-time purchaser. And you can ask him about that. But what I really want to recommend, I popped in, and Mike, I said to Michael, listen, I, I want to try something that you have so I can recommend it to you know, all the listeners and viewers. And what we settled on is he said, how would you like to have your best night's sleep ever? I said, I would love that. Many times, you know, Sunday night, I was out at the shooting on Federal Hill. You're wired. Juan many times finds it hard to fall, you know, go to sleep right away. So he recommended, uh, and I have it right here, the Delta 8 gummies. Folks, these Delta 8 gummies, you can purchase them at the CBD store. Michael said, I'll tell you what, I want you to take half an hour before, 90 minutes an hour before you're going to go to sleep. Folks, best night's sleep ever. I mean, like, coma-like status. Wake up feeling refreshed. It's all natural. Ready to take on the day. If you pop in there, 20% off. At least pop in, and then, you know, share with me your experience. The CBD store, 1845, Post Road Warwick, right off of 95, across from Airport Plaza, and take advantage, 20% off if you just say, hey... I heard one. I heard the John DeVitro show talking about it. 20 percent off everything. Hey, think about that. You know, if you drop, spend 50 bucks, 20 percent off. I mean, that's that's a good discount. I've been doing this for a long time. A lot of times people come to me and say, I'll tell you what, 10 percent, 10 percent off. What is 10 percent off? 20 percent off now we're getting somewhere that's pretty healthy stop in and see them the cbv store 1845 post road and work right across from airport plaza folks again you hear me mention the website depetro.com we have different links that are on the website and i did get an email from um ryan who was asking me apparently they had some uh flooding at his business and said juan who is the company that you recommend oh it's Brian excuse me Brian uh Brian in Rentham uh you want to contact Soul Source Restoration there's a link at the website uh serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts they do water damage storm damage fire smoke damage mold remediation S O L E Soul Source Restoration again they're they're on the website there's a direct link and they have two numbers for it serving Rhode Island and and Mass so folks again the um the situation with the healthcare workers, I, I don't, I, as I've said, I don't know precisely what the answer is, but you have to know when you're in a position to, you know, play hardball or say, you know, maybe we need to find a way to work this out. And I believe I believe now I'm seeing also this is just breaking right now. Kathy Gregg, judge rejects firefighters union attempt to block R.I. vaccine mandate. So uh, that is um, I I, if they're doing that with the firefighters, if the judge is doing that with the firefighters, I can't imagine they're going to allow. So so what's the, the solution there? A Warwick judge rejected an attempt to block the State Department of Health mandate that all healthcare workers, including EMTs, receive COVID vaccines. Folks, something that, and I want to give credit that Justin Katz um, has pointed out, is the element that's not even being brought up of natural immunity. It's not even being explored. There's been seemingly no conversation about it. There's an NBA player, and I'll tell you, Governor McKee and Dr. Scott could learn a lot by listening to this NBA player, Jonathan Isaac. So he plays for the Orlando Magic, and he's a professional athlete in the NBA, and I want you to listen. Now, right now, it's 1235. It's Tuesday, it's Juan, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Always listen online at our website, petro.com Don't forget, Juan goes to Washington. That's t- tomorrow, tomorrow and Thursday. We have some great interviews lined up in D.C., including the Border Patrol, the, the cowboys that run those horses. So it's really going to be interesting. You're going to love uh, the next couple of days in D.C., Exclusive interviews. Uh, and remember, uh, Juan goes to Washington, which is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. Folks, for me, I'll admit, before I play this sound, it's a little bittersweet for me because uh, this is an annual broadcast conference that I attend. Um, each year I would go, it would get better and better. And what I mean by that is... It would get better and better with I really got to know the people in the Trump White House. If you haven't seen some of the video, I have video that no one else in our area has. I have video in 2018, President Trump and all of this is posted or it's on my YouTube channel, but because of memories, which is a great feature on Facebook, I started to reshare some of them. But in 2018, the first time I 2017, the Trump people Uh, allowed me into the White House press room, which was great. 2018, 2018, three years ago, they allowed me into a President Trump press briefing in the Roosevelt room in the White House. And there you had to go through the West Wing. And the president even (coughs) was told, hey, that's the guy from Rhode Island that hosted your rally. They Skyped me in to a White House press briefing in 2017 so in 2018 on cue, President Trump pointed to me and said, "Go!" Like, "What's your question?" So you see I have the video of me asking. And folks, I am right across the table from the President of the United States. It's just one of those moments where it was really incredible. And uh, they even prodded the, the President as I was leaving the room. Someone whispered in his ear, "You know, that's the guy." Da da da. So President gave me a thumbs up. Keep up the work in Rhode Island. We're depending on you. And then last year. Um, Sheriff Tom Hodgson, excuse me, 2019 was uh, that's where I stumbled into Sean Spicer in the West Wing. And then I went with uh, Sheriff Tom Hodgson and and we were on the south the uh, south lawn of the White House with the ceremony with the sheriffs and President Trump. And again, it was just phenomenal. Now, this time. The Biden people have not been as receptive to Juan. They have not, and they're hiding a little bit behind the whole COVID situation regardless. So it's a little bittersweet for me, but still, we will have on many of those Border Patrol guys that were on those horses. And uh, who I think did a fan, They have nothing to apologize for. They relied on their training. They are working. Let me tell you this, that Cicilline has been trashing them. And, you know, locally they've been getting trashed. But they work under impossible conditions between the heat and the language barriers. And there's thousands of people and the Haitians are throwing rocks at them. They deal with the cartel that are trying to smuggle people in and have weapons. So we're going to interview some of them. But I want to just play for you. This is Jonathan Isaac. He is a player for the Orlando Magic. And so he's being asked, and why haven't you been vaccinated? And he gives, I think, one of the most articulate explanations that I've heard. And I want to just play it for you.
3: Uh, What
4: is it about the vaccine that that makes you uh, hesitant to to get it? Uh, I I would start with, um, I've had COVID um, in the past. And so our, our understanding of antibodies of natural immunity has uh, uh, changed a, a great deal from the onset of the pandemic and it's still evolving. Um, I understand that the vaccine would uh, um, help if, if you catch COVID and uh, you'll be able to have less symptoms um, from contracting it. But with me having COVID in the past and having antibodies um, with my current um, age group and uh, uh, fitness, physical fitness level, um, it's not necessarily a fear of mine. Uh, taking the vaccine, um, like I said, it would decrease my chances of uh, uh, having a severe reaction, but it does open me up to the, albeit rare chance, but the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, I don't believe that being unvaccinated means infected or being vaccinated means um, uninfected. You can still catch COVID um, with or with not having the vaccine. Um, I would say, honestly, the, the, the craziness of it all, in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or, um, talked crazy to, doesn't, uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is, uh, telling them to do. Um, yeah, I I would say that's, that's a couple of the reasons that, um, you know, I would say I'm hesitant at this time, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't feel that it is, um, you know, anyone's reason to come out and say, well, this is why, or this is not why it should just be their decision. And, um, you know, loving your neighbors, not just loving those that, that agree with you or look like you or uh, moving the same way that you do. It's, it's uh, uh, you know, loving those who don't.
0: You know, that is um, so well put. So well put. Boy, I, I'm unfamiliar with his work in the NBA, Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic. Folks, and again, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's John DePietro on AM, 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody on uh, Facebook Live on this uh, stormy Tuesday. But I want to give credit. You know, once a week, if you hear the segment and it's politics this week and we talked to Justin Katz, managing editor, oceanstatecurrent.com. And Justin has repeatedly pointed out what that young man just said. Something that doesn't seem to be taken into account is what about natural immunity of those that have already had COVID? And there is a period of time Where your natural immunity couldn't fight it off. And that's still an an area they're exploring. But what about you have uh, many of these healthcare workers that Governor McKee and Dr. Scott are about to fire in three days. You have young women, 24, 25 years old. They had COVID. It wasn't as bad for them as it is for some of the other people. Maybe they're in shape. Uh, many of them that I have met, they want to have a family. They want to have children. They're, they're skittish about getting the vaccine. And there's no hand-holding with them. Governor McKee will not meet with them. Dr. Scott will not meet with them, which I've never understood. That was the wrong approach. His solution is we're going to set up a snitch line. And if we find out, That you're there, we're going to encourage people and have bonuses, maybe, maybe. You rat somebody out and we're going to take... that. That is the wrong way. That's not how you treat professionals. You know, last night, as I was doing uh, One After Dark, uh, one of the people I had on, actually, was was Kogi. It was R.E. Coogan and Heating. And um, when I had him on... You know, and we were talking about the frontline workers and what they have to go through. And I also want to point out, folks, that if there was ever an area where trust, it is so important for frontline workers that have to be able to trust each other. Right. If you're if we're in an operating room and I'm that, you know, you're the doctor and I'm the nurse and you say whatever, scalpel, this or that. You know, that's not a time for on-the-job training, right? You are depending, in a situation like that, you are only as strong as your weakest link. Tremendous trust is, is rely upon. I'm a nurse. I come on duty. I'm going around. Patient in room one says, you know, I'm still having, my back still hurts. I read your chart. It says, Harry marked off that an hour ago you got your medication. I have to trust that Harry gave you the medication. Maybe it's something else, but it's not, you know, like he forgot and now you're supposed to get your medication. My point is, there's tremendous trust that goes. You set up a snitch line, you are basically eroding the trust within the ranks. Of the frontline workers. That's not the way to handle that situation. And I know that, you know, Governor McKee and Dr. Scott, they can say, hey, well, that, that, you know, that wasn't our idea to do. Well, listen, Dr. Scott, at some point, let us know when you're going to be the real Department of Health. Because, granted, Ellen Belasco, Chief of Center for Professional Boards Licensing, Rhode Island Department of Health, she sent out the email. But everybody's got a boss. Everyone has a boss. She reports to someone. So oh, to say, well, you know, she just said no, she didn't send it out on her own. Governor McKee. First, he was playing the heavy. First, he was. Yeah, that's right. Either frontline workers get the vaccine or you're out. Hit the bricks. There's the door. Don't let it hitch on the way out. Scram. Beat it. That's the problem. The politics of this thing also cannot be ignored. You know, the same day that a story came out that the firefighters union were trying to block the vaccine. Right. The firefighters union was trying to block the vaccine. Now, I'm not talking about EMTs. I'm not talking about EMTs. Which but that includes EMTs. But. The judge said the court does not believe this regulation imposes a new working condition, so they were trying to get it barred. They had argued that the regulation ran counter to their Firefighters Arbitration Act. Now, the frontline workers are also filing suits. If this is any indication, though, between the religious exemption and others, I'm not sure they're going to be successful. But. But what it, the politics of this can't be ignored. When the story broke that the Firefighters Union were going to court, Governor McKee that day said, oh, I picked up the phone and talked with the head of the Firefighters Union. And the mayor of Johnston, Mayor Policina, was even saying, well, you know, they wanted to be part of the conversation. They weren't. But, folks, let's let's be real. Right now, a problem is not a rash of fires. The problem, as you heard in the Channel 10 report are 10 and, a half hour, 10 and a half hour waits at the emergency rooms. So you have Massachusetts State Police, 20% don't have a shot, don't have the vaccine. So supposedly, they're going to be let go in Massachusetts. In Rhode Island, as I was speaking with Governor McKee, and we posted that video, he was not even, they were, Rhode Island wasn't even keeping track of which state troopers had the vaccine. Folks, that is the type of thing, and hear me out right now at 1248, it's John petro and on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Do you see what that erodes trust? You know, I was hearing from local police and fire that said, wait a minute, why do we have to get the vaccine when the state police don't have to? The frontline workers are saying, why do we have to get it when the state police don't have to. I asked Governor McKee and he said, Yeah, I, I would have thought that's something they were keeping track of, and I think he kind of indicated they're going to start to. But you you can't have different rules for different individuals. It just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And and I'll tell you something else. As much as and they're big on this, you know, Governor McKee gave an interview yesterday. And He's saying Rhode Island is number one in this and Rhode Island is number one in that and is there anybody that really believes that is there anybody believes that we're somehow leading the nation in in any of this I mean we're not what, what is he talking about I don't even know what he's talking about we're we're leading the nation we're not leading you know, we're not leading the nation in anything. So uh, this spin, I have a problem with the spin that they're trying to put on this thing. But we're not. And the Channel 12, you know, uh, the McKee people are in a dangerous position right now. They're in dangerous territory. If they, if the media starts to second guess 50% of Rhode Island hospitals are reporting a critical staffing shortage, second worst percentage nationwide. That's a fact. So when Governor McKee is trying to spin that the state is somehow number one in something, you're not helping the cause. I'll tell you another problem that's going to happen. They were all there this morning. Governor McKee, Attorney General pena Neroni, state lawmakers, signing a bill. Basically saying they're going to change the possession of certain controlled substances from a felony to a misdemeanor. Folks, I can't tell you. Well, I shouldn't say that. Let me say this. Um, There is an overdose problem in the state. A big part of that is Biden is letting the fentanyl come over the border. But you're not going to improve the situation if now... You're lessening the penalty. I mean, the fact that the nursing right now, the emergency rooms are packed elbow to elbow. So what are they doing now? Rhode Island is setting up rooms, junkie rooms. You're a junkie. You go and we'll shoot it up for you. Is if that's going to how is how is that improving the health situation? talk about enabling talk about encouraging like this is insanity what is going on right now what you think that's somehow going to convince people not to do it that you're you're encouraging more people to do it how do they not see that how do they not see you're setting up junkie rooms yeah well you know they have it in In Sweden, Sweden is like the size of Connecticut, if that. It is night and day. But here's the thing Governor McKee, now he's talking about the booster shot. You know, this whole business on whether now they're asking, well, when are you going to get it? Because Biden got it. Listen to the governor, and again, all due respect, but trying to peddle this line that somehow we're. We're not number one in any. Susan
5: and I are planning on getting a booster, and uh, I'm not sure when it's going to be, but it'll be very, you know, within uh, within a reasonable period of time here. So, but we encourage people to get the booster, as well as we encourage everybody. Uh, to get help us get over the 90%. Uh, but we are leaders in the country and the nation, so we'll be leaders on the boosters what? as well. And as I mentioned, uh, our municipal leadership here has stepped up in a way, so they'll be involved in that. We're very prepared to do the boosters in the state, as well as the 5 to 11 uh, students, 5-year-olds to 11. And we've built up our capacity and vaccinations to as much as 120,000 in any given week. So if we need to ratchet up, we will. But at this point in time, feel very comfortable that we'll get the vaccines out. I think that we'll follow the CDC guidance. They said at my age I should be getting the booster at a certain date. I'll be, I'll be doing that. So, yes, I'm just relieved that the state of Rhode Island right now has 87% of its adult population with one shot in the arm. I can't wait to celebrate when we get to 90%. So we encourage the people, you know, uh, we all have friends, as I said at the mic. We have all have friends that have not got vaccinated yet. Let's encourage them positively why we want to do that. It keeps them safe, keeps their family safe, lets it will grow. Our-
0: just say it, it, it fights sure off it against the virus. Um, folks, I, I don't know where he's getting those numbers because there were numbers put out just the other day that shows Rhode Island is not even number one in New England. We're at sixty-seven percent. He's talking about just one shot. Fully vaccinated. I think Rhode Island is sixty-seven percent. Sixty-seven percent. So I in New England. So we're not even number one in New England. Again, I I don't know where he's getting these numbers. And and what what troubles me is, you can spin numbers any way you want. You can spin job numbers. You can spin education numbers. Um, the manipulation of the data. Here it is: State of Rhode Island, sixty-seven percent fully vaccinated, according to the CDC. So, what is he talking about? Fully vaccinated? We're sixty-seven point five. Vermont is number one at sixty-nine percent. Connecticut is number two at sixty-eight percent. We're just talking New England. Maine is 67%, number three. Mass is number four. We're, we're five in New England. Dr. Scott, th- listen, th- he and the governor, you know, we, we, we're, we're going to celebrate, get to nine. What are you talking about? 90%. We're not even at 70%. Folks, I, I, don't, I don't think it's constructive. To try to spin numbers. I'm
5: not sure what it's going to be, but it'll be very, you know, within, the, within a reasonable period of time here. So, but we encourage people to get the boosters as well as we encourage everybody uh, to get, help us get over the 90%. Uh, but we are leaders in the country and the nation, so we'll be leaders on the boosters as well.
0: I, I, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what they're, I don't know how he's coming up with that. You know, uh, over the weekend in Providence, Over the weekend in Providence, they had a special event. I talked about this yesterday. Who was it geared towards? Lieutenant Governor Matos was there. We are having a special event just for the Latino community. Just for them. Just for the... What? What What do you mean just for the Latino community? I thought Dr. Scott always talked about equity. Oh, you can't treat somebody different than someone else. It's all about equity. But what are you talking about? And folks, these mandate protests are going on all over the world, by the way. They're going on all over the world. If you saw the ones in in Australia, they've completely lost their mind. They've completely lost their mind in Australia. New York, massive demonstrations. We will not comply on the vaccine mandate. But at at what cost? I don't think the mandate has been handled well. I don't think they are treating the frontline workers as professionals to fire them on Friday. That is Providence Vaccination Clinic targets Latino community. Boy, that sounds pretty racist to me. Really? What happened to equity? State leaders admitted they're frustrated, or not protected. So they went to the Latino community. Oh, really? I thought we're all treated equal. What happened to equity, Dr. Scott? You know, when it came to the lockdown, everyone was treated the same. Then when the vaccine came out, through a sheer miracle... Listen to this piece from Channel 10.
2: Holdouts for Rhode Islanders who still aren't vaccinated against COVID-19. As NBC10's Molly Levine shows us, health officials took the vaccine right to the community today and convinced several dozen people to get the shot. The vaccination clinic taking place in Providence as the capital city has lower vaccination rates than other cities and towns in Rhode Island. You don't understand the level of frustration that I'm feeling right now. State leaders pleading for unvaccinated Rhode Islanders to get the shot, focusing today on the Latino community in Providence and stressing the importance of keeping children in schools. We
5: want to make sure that we do everything we can to get everyone in the state that is eligible to be vaccinated, to be vaccinated. That's allowing our economy to open up. It's allowing our schools to open up.
2: Elected officials and doctors spent the day hosting a family-friendly vaccination clinic at the Providence Career and Technical Academy. A high school student took to the podium to explain Express how the pandemic is taking a toll in the classroom activities and meetings are still taking place over zoom and there are a bunch of strict policies the state's education commissioner says online classes are their last resort we know how much it impacted our kids socially emotionally but also academically in just one hour over 40 residents got vaccinated at the clinic
5: Rhode Island now is fourth huh. among the 50 states in percentage of population that is fully
0: vaccinated
2: every day to reach those who still need the vaccine we need all of you that have not done it to please get vaccinated it is so important if you miss this clinic but it's still like a vaccine you can visit c19 now
0: i'll tell you what they didn't run was most of this presentation was done in spanish providence targets latino community Folks, at 1259, good afternoon, it's John Petro. I'll tell you what I have a problem with is, look at that. They're meeting with people, reaching out. You hear Governor McKee, you hear the Lieutenant Governor, but they won't even sit down with the frontline workers. And that is a huge mistake. And I think that I don't agree with that in any way. All right, folks, here's what we're going to do. Good afternoon, it's John Petro. We're going to get a news update at one o'clock next hour. More on the battle at the border. Those on uh, its radio only or online at tobitro.com. We're back on the other side with the power hour after the WNRI, Woonsocket. socket. W236CW, W260DC.